Study Article 42. This article will be studied during the week of December 14th through 20th. How to Conduct a Bible Study That Leads to Baptism, Part 2. Theme Text Pay Constant Attention to Yourself and to Your Teaching, 1 Timothy 4.16. Song 77 Light in a Darkened World. Preview When we conduct Bible studies, we have the privilege of helping people learn how Jehovah wants them to begin thinking, feeling, and acting. This article will further explain how we can improve in our teaching skills. Paragraph 1 Question How do we know that the disciple making work is a life saving work? The disciple making work is a life saving work. How do we know? When Jesus gave the command that is recorded at Matthew 28 19 and 20, he said, Go, make disciples, baptizing them. What do we know about the importance of baptism? It is a requirement for those seeking salvation. The baptism candidate must have faith that salvation is possible only because Jesus died a sacrificial death and was resurrected. That is why the Apostle Peter told fellow Christians, Baptism is now saving you through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 3.21 So when a new disciple gets baptized, he puts himself in line for salvation. Paragraph 2 Question What does 2 Timothy 4 1 and 2 impress on us as teachers? To make disciples, we need to develop the art of teaching. 2 Timothy 4 1 and 2 reads, I solemnly charge you before God and Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his manifestation and his kingdom. Preach the word, be at it urgently in favorable times and difficult times. Reprove, reprimand, exhort with all patience and art of teaching. Why? Because Jesus commanded us, Go. Make disciples, teaching them. The Apostle Paul said to persevere in that work, for by doing this you will save both yourself and those who listen to you. For good reason, then, Paul said, Pay constant attention to your teaching. 1 Timothy 4.16 Since teaching is linked to disciple making, we want our teaching to be the best. Paragraph 3. Question. In this article, what will we consider about conducting Bible studies? We are regularly teaching millions of people the truths found in the Bible. But as noted in the preceding article, we want to know how we can help more of them to become baptized disciples of Jesus Christ. In this article, we will consider five additional things that every teacher needs to do to help a student progress to baptism. Let the Bible do the teaching. Paragraph 4. Question. Why must a teacher exercise self control when conducting a Bible study? We love what we teach from God's Word, so we may be tempted to talk at length about what we love. However, whether conducting the Watchtower study, the Congregation Bible study, or a home Bible study, the conductor should not do too much talking. In order to let the Bible do the teaching, 
The teacher has to exercise self-control and not try to explain everything he knows about a certain Bible passage or subject. The footnote reads, See the article, Avoid these pitfalls when conducting a Bible study, in the September 2016 issue of the Life and Ministry Meeting Workbook. End of footnote. Compare the Bible knowledge that you had at the time of your baptism with what you have now. Likely back then, you understood just the primary doctrines. It has taken you years to learn what you know today, so do not try to teach a new student everything all at once. Paragraph 5, Question A. In harmony with 1 Thessalonians 2.13, what do we want our student to understand from his study? Question B. How can we encourage a student to talk about the things he is learning? We want our student to understand that what he is learning comes from God's inspired word. 1 Thessalonians 2.13 reads, Indeed, that is why we also thank God unceasingly, because when you received God's word, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as the word of men, but just as it truthfully is as the Word of God, which is also at work in you believers. How can we do that? Encourage the student to talk about the things he is learning. Instead of always explaining Bible texts to the student, ask him to explain some of them to you. Help the student to see how God's Word applies to him personally. Ask leading and viewpoint questions that draw him out, what he thinks and feels about the scriptures he reads. For example, Ask him, how has this scripture helped you to see one of Jehovah's qualities? How can you benefit from this Bible truth? How do you feel about what you just learned? What matters most is not how much a student knows, but how much he loves and applies what he knows. Paragraph 6, Question Why might it be good to take an experienced teacher with us on a Bible study? When conducting a Bible study, do you ever take with you publishers who are experienced teachers? If you do, you can ask them for their observations about the way you conduct the study and how well you do in letting the Bible do the teaching. You must be humble if you are to improve your teaching skills. Afterward, ask the experienced publisher if he thinks that the student is grasping the truth. You could also ask the same publisher to conduct the study for you if you will be away for one or more weeks. That will keep the study regular and will emphasize to the student the importance of his study. Never feel that this is your study and that no one else can conduct it. After all, you want what is best for the student so that he can make consistent progress in learning the truth. The following is a description of the pictures being considered with paragraphs 4 through 6. Sometime after the Bible study, the experienced sister helps the one who conducted it to see how not to do so much of the talking during the study. The picture caption reads, Ask an experienced teacher to help you improve your skills in letting the Bible do the teaching. Teach with enthusiasm and conviction. Paragraph 7, Question. What will help a student to get excited about what he is learning? A student needs to see your enthusiasm and to hear your conviction about the truths that are found in the Bible. Then he will be more likely to get excited about what he is learning. If appropriate, 
Tell him how living by Bible principles has helped you personally. Then he will come to realize that the Bible contains practical guidance that can benefit him too. Paragraph 8. Question. What can you do to supplement the Bible study, and why would you do so? During the Bible study, tell your student about real life examples of those who faced challenges similar to his and overcame them. You could bring along on the study someone from the congregation whose example might benefit the student. Or you can find touching experiences on jw.org in the series The Bible Changes Lives. The footnote reads Go to About Us Experiences. End of footnote. Such articles and videos will help your student to see how wise it is to apply Bible principles in his life. Paragraph 9 Question How can you encourage a student to share what he is learning with his family and friends? If the student is married, is the spouse also studying? If not, invite the mate to join in the study. Encourage your student to share what he is learning with his family and friends. How? You might simply ask, How would you explain this truth to your family? Or, What scripture would you use to prove this to a friend? In this way, you will be training the student to be a teacher. Then, when he qualifies, he can begin sharing in the ministry as an unbaptized publisher. You can ask the student if he knows anyone else who would like to study the Bible. If he does, contact the person right away and offer to study with him. Show him the video, What Happens in a Bible Study. The footnote reads In JW Library, go to Media, Our Meetings and Ministry, Tools for the Ministry. End of footnote. The following is a description of the pictures being considered with paragraphs 7 through 9. During the study, the student learns how to be a better wife. Later, she shares with her husband what she has learned. The picture caption reads Share real life examples to help your student understand how to apply Bible principles. Encourage the student to make friends in the congregation. Paragraph 10 Question As described at 1 Thessalonians 2 7 and 8, how can a teacher imitate Paul's example? Teachers must show genuine personal interest in their students. View them as your future spiritual brothers or sisters. 1 Thessalonians 2 7 and 8 reads On the contrary, we became gentle in your midst, as when a nursing mother tenderly cares for her own children. So, having tender affection for you, we were determined to impart to you not only the good news of God, but also our very selves, because you became so beloved to us. It is not easy for them to give up friends in the world and to make all the necessary changes to serve Jehovah. We need to help them find true friends in the congregation. Be a friend to your student by spending time with him, not only during the Bible study, but also on other occasions. A phone call, a text message, or a short visit in between studies shows that you really care about him. Paragraph 11 Question What do we want our students to find in the congregation and why? It has been said, it takes a village to raise a child. 
we could say it takes a congregation to make a disciple. That is why effective Bible teachers introduce their students to others in the congregation who can have a good influence on them. The students can then enjoy associating with God's people who can give them spiritual and emotional support. We want each student to feel that he belongs in the congregation and is part of our spiritual family. We want him to be drawn to our warm and loving Christian brotherhood. Then it will be easier for him to stop having close association with people who do not help him to love Jehovah. If his former associates reject him, he will know that he can find true friends in Jehovah's organization. The following is a description of the pictures being considered with paragraphs 10 and 11. The student and her husband enjoy association at the home of one of the friends she met at the Kingdom Hall. The picture caption reads, Encourage the student to make friends in the congregation. Emphasize the goal of dedication and baptism. Paragraph 12 Question Why should we talk about Christian dedication and baptism with our student? Talk openly about Christian dedication and baptism. After all, our goal in conducting a Bible study is to help a person become a baptized disciple. Within a few months of having a regular Bible study, and especially after beginning to attend meetings, the student should understand that the purpose of the Bible study is to help him to start serving Jehovah as one of his witnesses. Paragraph 13. Question. What steps does a student take as he progresses to baptism? Step by step, a sincere Bible student can reach the goal of baptism. First, The student comes to know and love Jehovah and put faith in him. The student then forms a relationship with Jehovah and begins to bond with the congregation. Eventually, the student rejects bad practices and repents of his sins. Meanwhile, his faith impels him to share the truth with others. Then he dedicates himself to Jehovah and symbolizes his dedication by getting baptized. And what a joyous day that is for everyone! As the student takes each step toward his goal, be generous with sincere commendation and encourage him to continue his progress in the right direction. The picture caption reads Step by step, a sincere Bible student can reach the goal of baptism. Periodically evaluate the student's progress. Paragraph 14. Question. How can a teacher evaluate a student's progress? We need to be patient when helping a student progress to dedication and baptism. But at some point, we need to find out if he has the desire to serve Jehovah God. Do you see signs that the student is trying to obey Jesus' commandments? Or does he only want to learn facts from the Bible? Paragraph 15. Question. What signs of progress must a teacher look for in a student? Regularly analyze the progress that the student is making. For example, does he express his feelings for Jehovah? Does he pray to Jehovah? Does he enjoy reading the Bible? Is he attending the meetings regularly? Has he made any needed changes in his lifestyle? Has he started sharing what he is learning with his family and friends? Most important, 
Does he want to become one of Jehovah's Witnesses? If the student is not making progress in any of these areas, tactfully try to find out why, and then discuss the matter with him kindly but frankly. The footnote reads See the articles Love and Appreciation for Jehovah Lead to Baptism and Are You Ready to Get Baptized in the March 2020 issue of the Watchtower. End of footnote. Paragraph 16 Question What might indicate that a Bible study should be discontinued? Periodically evaluate whether you should continue studying with someone. Ask yourself, does the student fail to prepare for the study? Does he lack interest in attending meetings? Does he still have bad habits? Is he still a member of a false religion? If the answer is yes, Continuing to study with him would be like trying to give swimming lessons to someone who does not want to get wet. If the student does not truly appreciate what he is learning and is not willing to make changes, why continue studying with him? Paragraph 17 Question According to 1 Timothy 4 16, what must all Bible teachers do? We take seriously our responsibility to make disciples. And we want to help our Bible students progress to baptism. That is why we will let the Bible do the teaching, and we will teach with enthusiasm and conviction. We will encourage the student to make friends in the congregation, and we will emphasize the goal of dedication and baptism, periodically evaluating the student's progress. We rejoice that we can share in this life saving work. May we be determined to do our best. To conduct progressive Bible studies that lead to baptism. The following is supplementary information What teachers need to do to lead students to baptism? 1. Let the Bible do the teaching. Exercise self control by not talking too much. Ask experienced teachers to help you improve your teaching. 2. Teach with enthusiasm and conviction. Let the students see that you are excited about Bible truths. Share examples of others who applied what they learned. Encourage the student to share what he is learning. 3. Encourage the student to make friends in the congregation. Show genuine personal interest in your student. Introduce him to others who can have a good influence on him. Help him to feel that he belongs in the congregation. 4. Emphasize the goal of dedication and baptism. Step by step, lead the student to baptism. Be generous with your commendation and encouragement. 5. Periodically evaluate the student's progress. Look for signs that reveal his desire to serve Jehovah. If he is not making progress, discuss the matter with him kindly but frankly. Returning to the article. What did you learn? How must a teacher exercise self control when conducting a study? How can we help Bible students draw close to the congregation? Why should we not hesitate to emphasize the goal of dedication and baptism? Song 79 Teach them to stand firm. End of article.